You are now tuned in to the only podcast show that matters. Gala Recording, starring Craig and Brian. Thank you so much for tuning in, and please enjoy the show. What is going on? Wow. Sorry. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So, I'm going to, I shut the, the music off, but I, I don't know. Like, as I do these things, I kind of like music in the background. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it comforts me in a way. And, uh, I don't know. Like, I think it's, it's kind of cool for me. Like, I know it's maybe annoying for, for you guys out there listening to these dumb little shows. But, uh, but I don't know. Like, I, I, this is my goddamn show. Okay. So, actually, technically, it's, uh, Craig and, and I that's doing this. Anyway. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Get the Hell Out, We're Recording. Uh, It's just me, Brian, uh, for today's show. Um, I just wanted to talk, I wanted to hop on here and just talk about something that I just started doing again. Um, I haven't done it in fucking years, so I just tried doing it again. And I think I mentioned it in a previous episode, if you've been keeping score, um started therapy again. I just started, I, so I've recognized in my life that it's a little overwhelming for me to deal with this whole depression thing. So I'm reaching out for help. And in doing so, I went through my insurance. And by the way, there's nothing fun in this episode. So it's just basically me talking about therapy. Um, so if you want to shut it off now, probably the best time to do it. Um, I might talk about a couple nerd things, um, like fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi! Wow! Um, no, but I'll save that for later. Um, I did want to talk about just the whole thing about therapy. Like, there's a, I don't know, I looked at it as sort of a, a thing. Okay, so my brother passed away almost six years ago, and then about a month or two later, I tried the therapy thing because I felt like I needed help. I just didn't know what I was looking for back then. It was so fresh. It was so like, it just happened, right? And I tried doing therapy and it just didn't work. Like, um, I, uh, I was paired up with this, this female therapist. Um, I forget her name, um, which I won't like disclose here, you know, for privacy <laughs> purposes or whatever. But like, I don't know, like when I started talking to her, when we first started like sitting down and talking about what I was going through, it was almost like we talked about everything other than what I was going through. Like we talked about, like at, I think um, at the time she was really into Captain America. I noticed one day she was wearing a Captain America shirt and I, 
I, uh, I made a remark about it or whatever, and we just started talking about Marvel movies and how great they were, and the storyline, and the Russo brothers, and how they're getting it right, and how fucking amazing Winter Soldier was, and all that stuff, right? So we did, uh, I think we did maybe six or seven sessions before I realized I'm just basically blowing my money talking about Marvel movies, right? And it just wasn't working out for me. So I feel like it was way too early. Um, last night, when you're hearing this, I'm not sure when I'm going to release this particular episode. But um, So Tuesday night, um, I think, I don't even know what the fucking day it is. It's Thursday. No, it's actually Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Sorry. Um, my, my head is all over the place. Um, it's Wednesday, so I had it last night. Tuesday night. Um, by the way, just a little side note, I got all my windows tinted. Um, the legal limit out here, I live in uh, Chicagoland, so the legal limit out here is 35%. I got 20% because I'm a fucking rebel. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm an idiot. But like, I got 20% because it just looks cool. It looks badass. Um, but I, 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 I noticed... I got my windows tinted over the weekend. I noticed that people are a little bit more like, oh my God, that's a fast car because you've got fucking tinted windows. So they've been trying to fucking cut me off and do all that stuff, right? And of course, I drive a modified GTI. So there's no, there's none of that shit going down. There's nobody cutting me off. Nobody like, you know, trying to fucking, like unless like I meet up with a Mustang, like I, a Mustang pulled up earlier at a light, and he was revving at me, and I couldn't roll my windows down, because you're not supposed to roll your windows down for a week after you get your windows tinted, so here's me just sitting at the red light, looking at him, he can't see me, because I got 20% tints, and it's that awkward moment, like, I'm gonna fucking go for it, I know you're gonna go for it, I know you're gonna fucking smoke me, because you're in a goddamn must Mustang, and that's what he did. But I will say, I, ca- I kept up with him for, <laughs> for a little bit, right? Right off the gate, I, I was in the lead, and then he fucking just took me over. So there's that. Um, but I did notice that people tend to, like, I don't know, try to race you a little bit harder when you have tinted windows for whatever fucking reason. But anyway, uh, I, it has nothing to do with my fucking <laughs> my therapy thing. Um, I just felt like mentioning it. Um, so I did therapy last night. Um, I had a very lovely individual. She asked, I gotta say, she asked all the right questions because she asked the questions that made me think about my answers and then the way that I answered them. Like, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I got real teary-eyed at one point talking about my brother. Um, there, was a, there was a moment where she asked me, how my sleep has been lately and I told her like sometimes now that I'm working this day shift I gotta go to sleep a little bit earlier than I, I'm accustomed to my body's used to going to sleep at 4 or 5 in the morning sometimes when the sun's coming out right that's when my body's used to going to sleep because of my previous shift I used to work the the, uh, the vampire hours or whatever the graveyard shift so I wouldn't get home until like 4 in the morning sometimes 5 in the morning and that's when you know I would sleep or at least I would like decompress for a good hour and then I go to sleep um, now I go to I go home I 
hang out with my family. I get something to eat. I work out. I started working out recently. So I do that. And then I decompress. I'll, I'll have a beer. Sometimes I'll take an edible. I'll wind down. And I notice that I'm still up for a, for a while. Like I go to, I've been clocking in at around one, two in the morning going to sleep. So that's what I told my therapist. I was like, honestly, I haven't been going to sleep until like really late, but I feel like every fucking night I'm waiting for something that's not coming. Like, I don't know, like subconsciously I'm always waiting. I'm just waiting, 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 waiting for a text message, waiting for some kind of message or a phone call or whatever. And I know it's not coming, right? I know my brother's gone and I know it's not coming. And so I was explaining that to her. By the way, why the fuck do people ride slingshots like it's their fucking daily driver? It's so crazy to me. You know, it's almost like like that hood mentality. You're out there riding on a fucking slingshot and you're going to work in it. You're going to fucking, you're doing grocery shopping or whatever. I just saw one on the highway. And it's like, it's not even nice out. And dudes out there riding a fucking slingshot. I don't know. That's so random. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, talk, I'm trying to talk about this therapy. So anyway, I teared up when I was talking about waiting for a text message or a message or whatever. Because, you know, like I have people that aren't in my life anymore. And for whatever reason, I'm still kind of holding out and waiting for some kind of something from them and it's not coming. So I don't know, I think it's a subconscious thing where where you just, like, it's almost like ghost limb, right? Like those people that lose a limb, they have it severed off or whatever, and they still, why the fuck? Oh my God, people driving, like they're inept and just don't, don't know how to fucking drive. Like, why do people do that? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, so there's that thing where it's like, I feel like I'm still holding out and waiting for something to happen and nothing's happening, nothing's coming my way. So I think it's part of it, part of things that I have yet to deal with. And I think I'm trying to work things out with my therapist, my new therapist. And so it was the first night with her and I felt very, very comfortable with her. I felt like, like I said, she was asking the right questions which provoked a lot of those feelings within me and had me address those particular answers in such a way. So I know she's like on her game in terms of like getting to know who I am, getting to know what my issues are, um, talking about my loss, talking about where I am in life with my family, with, with my friends, who I am, what, what I've turned, what, I've, what I'm turning into, like becoming a person with like, um, like my patience is gone. My, uh, my, just the way that I deal with everything now is just such a different way of dealing with things. So I don't know, like, I, I think I'm on the right track. I think she's probably, hopefully she's the right person for me. And, you know, she's a professional, so I'm trusting her to just give me what I need, right? Like, and I don't know exactly what I need. I'm not looking for an answer. I'm not looking for a cure. I'm just looking for a way to deal with all the things that I've dealt with up to this point. Because I think it's just becoming way too much for me and it's becoming overwhelming in the way that it's bleeding, bleeding into like other things like work, personal life, family, friends, all that stuff. Like she asked me um, what, I, what I'm anchored to these days and I told her like 
literally nothing. Like, there's nothing that anchors me outside of like these little things, right? Like, recording a podcast every once in a while. Um, but even that isn't necessarily a regular thing. Like, I feel like I just released a new episode like a week or two ago or whatever. So even that's kind of falling on the wayside. Um, so I used to be anchored to the uh, the horror, horror, horror. It's so awkward saying horror because you sound like you're saying horror. But uh, the whole horror community, the whole um, genre of just horror movies and whatnot, I was so plugged into it, going to each and every convention, hanging out with all my horror-loving friends and watching cool movies and doing all that stuff. I used to be really into it. I used to, like, actually make movies, like, short films. I made two short films, and I put them out there uh, on the film festival circuit, and people watched them and loved them. Or, you know, for the most part. I'm sure I, I, you get haters everywhere you go, whatever, but I think for the most part, people really enjoyed the films that I made. And I had plans to make more, but... Ever since my brother passed away, it was just like, I made one, and that was it. Like, I just had no, I had zero interest in all that stuff. Um, so, I don't know, like, I think a lot of that is, um, is just a casualty of loss, right? Like, when you experience, when you, when you lose people in your life, that becomes the thing that you're dealing with, right? And, and so, when she asked me that... It, it's, I stopped and I paused and I was like, wow, like I have nothing that I'm looking forward to. I'm, I have, honestly, like outside of my car, I love my car and I do stuff to it. Like I modify it when I, and I love like getting into it and driving 120 miles an hour or whatever the fuck, right? And I know, I realize it's totally unsafe to drive fast and record a fucking episode of my podcast show or whatever. Like I, I realize the dangers and all that stuff, right? But I, I'm in a place where my mind, like, I just don't care. I don't care about my personal safety. And I realize that it's being real petty and selfish because I have a family. I have a son that I need to take care of and set an example for. But right now, I just don't have the fucking... I'm not in the right frame of mind to care about my own personal safety, right? So I'm trying to get better. And when she asked me that question, I really re I realized that... I don't necessarily have the things that I'm passionate about anymore in my life, you know. Um, and it's kind of sad if I if I stop and I consider those things and I really think about those things. I, I realize the sadness that goes along with just not having anything to live for, you know. Outside of my son, outside of my family, outside of the people that I care about and I love, I kind of don't have anything that I'm anchored to, which is kind of scary, right? But I think it's part of me finding help, reaching out and trying to take care of myself and trying to really get better, whatever that looks like, right? So, I don't know, like, I, I think it's part of me um, learning about who I am right now. Like, I feel lost and I'm just learning my way so I can find my way back from all this stuff, and who knows if I ever do or not, right, stay tuned, <laughs> but, um, but I just wanted to, like, hop on here and say, like, if you've been skeptical about, skeptical, Skep skeptical, I, I, I'm dyslexic, I, I don't know if you know that, I, I'm sure I mentioned it 
during my rambling, you know, whether it be conchas or finding a taco spot or whatever. Throughout my rambling, I'm sure I mentioned that I am dyslexic, so I tend to have difficulty pronouncing certain words, so skeptical is one of those words that throws me for a loop, and I'm, I'm, I'm out here thinking, is that the right way to say that shit? But anyway, like this motherfucker right here, trying to fucking, uh, there's a construction spot up ahead, and I have to merge into the right lane, and this idiot is like, trying to fucking race me, and I'm just trying to drive. Stupid. <laughs> My tinted windows don't mean I have a fast car, even though I do have a fast car. But stop playing, people. Anyway, um, therapy can be a good thing. Therapy can be very useful because there's certain things that, like, um, during my session yesterday, and I realized it's my very first night with her, but I realized that she's, like, giving me tools in order for me to deal with the things that I'm dealing with, which is fucking amazing. Like, to me, I talk to somebody, and they're just always like, oh, man, I'm thinking about you. You know, I hope you get better and all that stuff. But they don't necessarily stop and provide, like, useful tools for you to, like, navigate your way through all this, you know, blackness or fog or clouds or whatever the fuck you want to call it, whatever analogy that people put to depression, that's what I'm navigating through, and often, oh my god, there's a cop right here, he might pull me over because I got 20% tins, oh, never mind, he's pulling ahead, so, I'm gonna shift over to this lane, because he's going in the other lane, and I'm gonna fucking bypass him, just so there's no threat of being pulled over because I go 20% tins. Anyway, although that would be kind of fun, right? In the middle of a podcast show, I get pulled over and I get ticketed for having 20% tins while I just mention that it's illegal as fuck, right? Anyway, therapy can be a good thing, guys. If you're on the fence about it, if you're like one of those people that's like, oh, I don't want to like share anything with anybody, hey, that's on you. But I will say that therapy can be a very very useful thing in life especially if you if you have the desire to take care of yourself and be better it can be very like if you pair it with like other things like working out eating healthy you know trying to get away from some of the bad habits um it could be a very 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 good thing so i just wanted to hop on here and and you know um just discuss some of that stuff um I've only been recording for 15 minutes, so I will discuss Obi-Wan Kenobi because I don't know, like, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm in a world right now where a show like Obi-Wan Kenobi exists. Like, holy shit, like, what a, like, I, I, I've just mentioned that I don't care about, like, driving 120 miles into a fucking wall or whatever, right? Which is, I know it's problematic for me to discuss that, right? Okay, I get it. But... I, it's it's just, it's a it's a reality right now where like um, I'm very almost destructive to myself and I'm trying to get better. But what a fucking amazing time to be alive, guys! Holy shit, Obi Wan Kenobi, the television show exists and it's top tier fucking like television like it's fucking amazing like oh my god I'm so blown away with each and every goddamn episode I will say um 
uh, I forget her name, but the the Inquisitor Riva, I think. I, I'm not a, I'm not huge on like Star Wars Rebels and stuff like that, but um, I think her name's Riva. Uh, her character as like the Inquisitor was like kind of annoying me. It was kind of pissing me off um, because like I didn't know. Like I, like I said, I, I haven't watched Star Trek Rebel or Star Trek. Holy shit! Oh my god! I'm getting my Star Wars card pulled because I just said Star Trek Rebels. Um, sorry. <laughs> Star Wars Rebels. I have I've never really watched that, so I, I'm not like abreast of everything that's going on in that universe. Um, so I know she's a big. All the Inquisitors are a big part of Star Wars Rebels. Um, so she was annoying me at first because I didn't know what her. I kind of sensed. Like, by episode two, I was like, oh, okay, okay, I know what her true intentions are. Um, but I, I didn't know that going into the show, so it kind of annoyed me until I figured it out on my own, and I was like, holy shit, could she be, like, working for fucking... Okay, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> if, you've ne- if you haven't seen the show yet, please tune out and then tune back in after you watch the show, because I will be t- discussing certain details or whatever. So she's working for fucking Darth Vader working for my man Anakin trying to find Obi-Wan this whole time so like she's been pissing off the other uh, Inquisitors and whatnot um, because of that because of her trying to find Obi-Wan and finally she finds Obi-Wan and here we are and then we fucking get introduced to oh my god Anakin like uh, what's his face reprising his role as Anakin um, as Darth Vader like oh my god I am in fucking heaven guys like, I am in fucking heaven with this show. Like, I, I, I've said my favorite movie of all time is Empire Strikes Back. Um, I met one of my, uh, my son's friends, named Nathan, and he revealed to me that his favorite movie of all time is also Empire Strikes Back. So here's me, like, talking shop with a 14-year-old kid about how amazing, um, uh, you know, Empire Strikes Back is. And, like, we're just all about it. So, yeah, that's that's always been my favorite movie. And outside of that, like, I've just been a huge Star Wars fan all my life. And it's only until my son started getting into Star Wars that I was able to appreciate all the, pre- the prequels. Because I was on the same bus with everybody when the prequels first came out. I was like, what the fuck is this? I thought it was going to be better, and it's this. Fucking Jar Jar Binks and all that stuff, right? Uh, I mean, it does have some amazing moments in it, but for the most part, I was not a big fan of the prequels. So my son started watching prequels, and he fell in love with Star Wars, period. Like, all of Star Wars, whatever Star Wars was, he's watched all of it. Like, the the um, uh, Star Wars Rebels, all that stuff. Like, he's watched all of it, and he loves each and everything about Star Wars, including the prequels. So it was through his eyes through him watching it where I was like all about Star Wars uh, everything too like including the prequels and I'm not a lover of the prequels but I now I'm in a place where I actually appreciate them a lot more than I ever did in my life so having said that this like if your mileage with the prequels isn't very much right um, you might not be into Obi-Wan Kenobi the television show um which is a goddamn shame. I thought, I've always, like, held on to the fact that Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi and um, uh, 
Darth Maul, even though he was killed prematurely, were the best fucking things from the prequels. Um, so, they're going all out with this Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And, goddamn, like, what they're doing these days with all these Star Wars shows is just fucking amazing. It's just, like, top-tier perfection. Not perfection, but with The Mandalorian, with Book of Boba Fett, um, and with all the other ones that are coming out. Like, when you compare them to the Marvel shows, Marvel shows... Let's be fucking honest with each other here, okay? You're on the fucking get the hell out we're recording uh, podcast show so let's be fucking real with each other for a second here the Marvel shows are a little hit or miss right some of them are good some of them aren't so good some of them are just a complete waste of time I did not get into WandaVision so don't at me with that like it's a show where it, it, it's a lot of nothing going on until the very final fucking episode right and you know there there are people that love that show people that say oh my god it was so different from everything yes it was so fucking different from everything that it alienated people that were trying to get into the fucking Marvel business or whatever like the whole Marvel aspect of it was almost vapid right um, so I don't know like I've always I've been a fan of them and then not so much a fan of them um, I, I haven't finished a lot of them the last one I, sh- I finished, actually, was uh, Hawkeye, which I really, really loved. Um, but outside of that, like like I said, it's hit or miss. With the Star Wars shows, however, fucking amazing. Mandalorian, fucking amazing. Book of Boba Fett, when they started, when they brought uh, Mando back in and dealt with Luke and all that stuff, fucking amazing. <laughs> and now Obi-Wan Kenobi, just so good, man. So goddamn good. Um... So, I don't know, like, I think there's a level of me that is um, kind of, I don't know, like, I'm holding out some, some doubt or whatever you want to call it because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for them to fuck up an episode or fuck up a moment or whatever. Um, I will say young Leia, a little annoying, a little bit, right? Like, I think she's cute as a button, but there's certain aspects of her where I'm just like, really? Like, I'm not about this, right? <laughs> like, for example, the, the way that she was running in the forest when she got kidnapped by fucking Flea and his crew, which, that's another thing that I was like, really? You had to get a uh, dude from uh, Chili Peppers to, <laughs> to be the guy that kidnaps young Leia, you know? Like, you could have gotten, I will say, how amazing would it have been if... Uh, the fucking, uh, oh, who the fuck was it? The, um, the, 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 the crews there, the, the ones that were like when, when, uh, they show up to, to ask, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Han Solo about their money or whatever. And, uh, uh, Han was like, I got your money. It's, you know, or whatever it was, I forgot what it was that they were trying to barter for or whatever, but if they brought the Con- Conja crew, Conja Club? Conja Club. <laughs> Conja Club. If they brought the fucking Conja Club in to kidnap Leia, how fucking amazing would that have been to tie them, tie them all together like that, right? Although, I guess, like, when you think about it, the Conja Club takes place fucking years and years after, right? But something like that, like, maybe a, a young, uh, like, an early... 
version of the Conjure Club or whatever, right? Like something, um, something to tie it all together. To have just Flea randomly show up and like you're supposed to be down with all that stuff, like I don't know, I, I, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And then Leia running away from Flea and his crew kind of rubbed me the wrong way too because it felt very like felt very I don't know almost uh like they're some kind of a parody or whatever like it just didn't feel like it was part of like the story that they're trying to tell um so little things like that little granted I am nitpicking I am like going through all this and and you know dissecting it with like a scalpel and making sure that everything is on point because at the end of the day it's Star Wars, and I love it dearly, and I just want to make sure that they pull it off correctly. And so far, it's been such a great show, aside from those little minor things that I kind of bump into. But, um, uh, sorry, Lucy has a lot of power. My, my car's name's Lucy, and she often has a lot of power, so when I pull from, from a, uh, you know, stoplight or a stop sign, she kind of gets on it a little bit, so I'm sorry. Sorry if you heard a bump or whatever, that was my phone tipping over uh so and anyway fucking obi-wan kenobi guys is the fucking show to watch right the fuck now and i realize i'm saying the f word quite a bit but oh my god i'm just so excited over the moon with obi-wan kenobi go out there check it out if you're a star wars fan you will not be disappointed everything's been fucking amazing so far um so there's that um I think that's all I got, really. Like, I, I just wanted to hop on and discuss Star Wars, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi, and also just my experience with therapy. Like, I think, like I said, it's very early on. Things could, you know, change or whatever, but I think I'm in a place where I'm accepting. I'm very open and, and I am accepting to, uh, to, to seeking out that help and getting that help. And, you know, I, I know I can't do it on my own. I know it's affecting, it's kind of bleeding over into my everyday life. So I definitely, I'm on the track to try to, just try to help myself. And hopefully um, I, I find a better place or I find my way back from this, like, awfulness that is called depression and all that stuff, you know. But anyway, guys, that's all I got. Uh, hopefully I'll be joined next time. I have a very, like, special thing that I've been saving until we have some time to discuss it because I just watched the new Dario Argento movie and I'm so excited to discuss it. I don't want to reveal anything, any of my thoughts on this episode because I want to reserve that for when I have a true discussion with my buddy Derek, um, who was on here once before. Oh, shit! Oh, fuck. Oh, no, no, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) What the fuck am I doing? Um, I'm supposed to be stopping at Tony's Fresh Market to pick up some arrachera which is skirt steak, because um, my, uh, my work is having a barbecue tomorrow, and I just went to their old location, and nobody was there, and I was like, oh my god, they're fucking gone, but I just, I remember that they moved to a new place, so that's where I'm off to right now, um, so I was about to sign off and say goodbye, but now I'm doing that awkward thing where I still have to drive a little bit extra, and you got me for a couple minutes extra, but anyway, I wanted to say that therapy does work. Like I said, it's in the early stages of my personal experience, but I feel like I'm, in, um, I'm entering a new um, perspective on it, and hopefully I do get the help that I need. Um, and if you're on the fence about it, please like, feel free to reach out, message me, um, whether it's through Facebook or whether it's through uh, 
Instagram or whatever. Um, you know, I might have some insight for you. Um, you know, it, and that's the thing too. Like I, I've had people that I've talked to, whether it be friends or or uh, family, that they they said therapy works wonders for them. So I'm just I'm just trying to do it, man. I'm just trying to get some help. Um, so if you're listening to this, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for uh, being patient with me and listening to my rambling on about Obi-Wan Kenobi and my, you know, depression and all that stuff. I really appreciate each and every one of you, um, who sit down and just listen to what I have to say. So anyway, hope you catch me next time. Hopefully I'll be with somebody else like Craig or Derek or somebody and it'll be much more fun. (laughs) Anyway, take care of yourselves and each other. Bye. Suicidal in the soul I'm pounding on the phone line